All right, so how do you do it all? How do you transform lives? How do you make your own life rock? How do you keep being an amazing mom? Just hang out with me and my guests and you're gonna find out. Here's the big question. How are these average everyday moms getting radical results in their lives? How are they able to transform their health, money, families, homes, and have fun doing it? The trick? We're not average. I'm Hannah Keeley, and I'm going to spill our secrets and answer your questions right now in That Mom Show. So I'm super excited today. I've got my friend Megan Unsworth here, and she is a mom of two, and she is the co-creator of Life on Fire with her husband, Nick. They are an incredible team. And God has placed them here on this earth to truly transform lives and set them on fire. Right, Megan? Yes, that's what we do. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love it. <laughs> so Megan's the kind of person that I don't know if you've ever like met someone like this. When you meet them and all of a sudden it's like, oh, there you are. Like, you're my best friend. I'm so glad we finally re-met. So Megan is uh, that kind of person. Like just, I just knew we had this instant connection and we found out that instant connection is the spirit of God because we both love Jesus. We love what God does in the lives of his people. And we basically want to change lives for his glory. And so Megan, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get started and how are you rocking your life so much? Oh my gosh. Okay. So that's really two parts there. So how I got started on this journey altogether was um, my father had passed away when I was eight and that was pretty traumatic. And yeah. because of that, um, I was told to like, go see therapists or go do this. I was like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. I was in school um, for minoring in psychology, learning a lot about the mind. I then became obsessed and fascinated with it, which started my journey in personal development. And I read the book, Power of the Subconscious Mind, which is a pretty heavy read for somebody who's like 19 years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's so good. Right. Because there's, there's so much power in our unconscious mind. And I knew right then and there that I wanted to unlock others and set them free in their, in their mindsets. And it was just something that was downloaded to me. And then throughout the years of just get beginning, getting certifications and doing this and doing that, I've been in um, online marketing for about a decade now. And uh, when my husband and I met, we knew that we were obviously in the same space and it was so incredible to come together to create what we have in Life on Fire, which is personal development with branding and you know, getting yourself out there, coaching, mentorship, and then we have an optional faith part of our business so that we can just bring people to the Lord. And it's just so cool because you can hire all the coaches and all the mentors that you ever could want or need, but the biggest one is the man upstairs. He'll guide you in every step. So for me, it's been a long journey that has that I've been gifted that I get to do and get to release to others. And how I do it all, <laughs> oh, a lot of grace and owning my calendar. Mm, that's good. I own my calendar. My, I good. am a master of my calendar and my white space and in scheduling everything out, every single thing. And I'm very, my week is uh, work Monday through Wednesday, nine to five. And then Thursday, Friday are set aside for my kids. 
They're like oh, beautiful. adventure days and all that. That's so beautiful. Yes. And you've got to make it a priority too, or else time just eats it up. Like you've got to set um, margin. You've got to set parameters. And one thing that I talk about is like so many moms have this to-do list that never gets to done. Like it, and then it just tortures them. Like it's sitting over there on their kitchen counter, screaming at them that they're such a loser. And I'm like, you can't have a to-do list because basically that's like a homeless shelter for all your tasks. <laughs> There's no home. They're just all like crumpled all up there together, torturing you. And so what you need to do is calendarize everything. And we use a system inside Mom Master University called our map. And it's our mundane action plan because like how thrilling is it to like fold the laundry or uh you know like send out the bills or make the calls like but that stuff that mundane activity is actually so powerful when you manage it effectively like you said i own my calendar like i tell my day what to do it doesn't tell me what to do right i just think that's incredibly powerful and i think if moms could just from this interview, get this one thing, this one nugget to quit getting bossed around by time. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's true though. So, so true. And one of the things that, that we teach is called energy leaks. So like what I'm hearing you say is like that moms and I get it. Like we have all of these things that flow through our brain. Like we wake up in the morning and we're like already at 5 PM at night, you know, like in our mindsets of like, Oh, we got to do this, 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 and we can get so even overwhelmed. So what I recommend to a lot of moms and people that I meet is, Hey, what's that one really big energy leak? What's that one thing that you, that has been on your mind for so long? Maybe it's the luggage that you haven't unpacked from vacation. Maybe it's the laundry that's sitting in there. Maybe your bed hasn't been made. Do that and create the momentum as well so that you're able to feel good about the things that you are getting done. And mm, that's good. things that get you know, put on to the next day. That's so good. Uh, one thing that um, we talk about a lot inside Mom Master University is when you have those energy leaks, when you have the bed that you haven't made, or when you have the dishes that, you know, just piled up in the sink or the stack of paper, everyone's got that stack of paper. It's sitting there just kind of like the worst house guest, you know, it's just like belittling you and having that like silent aggression. And the thing is we spend more time and energy considering it and thinking about it and stewing on it and perseverating on it and meditating. Then we do like, actually like, get off your butt, just do it. Like, just make the bed. Like, just get rid of the stack of paper. Pick up one piece of paper, do something with it. And like, we would save so much time and energy. I was literally listening to my kids talk back and forth about who was going to go to the car to get the next bag of groceries. I was like, you guys could have done this like five times. And the time that you're sitting around saying, who's gonna go get it? Like, just go get it. That's a great example of what moms, like what can happen if we don't actually just take action. Right. Everything is paired with action. So owning your calendar, owning your time and getting rid of your energy leaks or, you know, mm. that, that list that you top that, um, what you have for them too. It's just a great tool uh, that I believe every mom should have so that we can just allow our, uh, ourselves to be at ease because a lot of times we're thinking about others before we're thinking about ourselves. Yeah. And 
time and things can get in the way of that. So having an action plan or having a tool is just great to support in allowing that peace to come upon them really. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay, what do I need to do here so that I can calm myself down so that I then can get into the, the action that I need to do for the day? Yeah. Well, let's talk about that for a minute because sometimes I think moms get so um, action oriented that they might misstep, that they might just like the action they take is not necessarily a productive action. You know what I mean? Because we don't put enough thought behind it. And if we can just stop and really put thought behind it, it doesn't become like we're just running in circles. We start taking the right action that yields the right result. And um, I don't know if you've ever been like that. If you ever just feel like, oh, I just need to do something. And all of a sudden you're not very effective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think like, how do you, how do we stop this for moms? Instead of like just getting into this loop, like to take real massive action, like action that will yield something. Yeah. So for, depending on like the scenario that we're talking about, if we're talking like business oriented or even just, I always just look at it as like, what is a profit producing activity that you can be doing? And if it's not business related, but like what's profit producing within your family? So what's the thing that you know that like, Hey, that can't be put off anymore or it's going to drive you insane. Yeah. That action or paired with something that a lot of moms can get into like the doing mode, like you were saying, but they're not really doing anything, yielding any results. So reverse engineering, what's the result that I want? And then how do I get there? Whether it's business or if it's, you know, you're an amazing stay at home mom who just wants to be more effective. How do you yield that result? Well, okay. You know, I need to make sure my laundry is folded. For instance, that can be so overwhelming for moms. Yeah. It's never ending. Like, yeah. Ever. I'm like, is there a day where I'm not doing laundry and there's a big laundry pile sitting on my, my couch? Wait, can we just please go join a nudist colony? Because I'm so sick of this laundry. Like, <laughs> I don't care what I look like naked. I will go around like that if it means I don't have to do laundry. And that's saying that. <laughs> so it's just, I know, because we, it's, and this is what I call the mom loop. Because it's always the, oh my gosh, I just cleaned up this living room. Oh my gosh, I just cleaned up the kitchen. Or, and we get stuck in this loop. And sometimes it becomes a spiral. If we don't see the actual progression we're making, like what we're doing in the laundry, how we're experiencing, um, how, what we're teaching our kids and what we're doing to maintain a, a peaceful home. And if we can see the level behind what we're doing, like it may look like laundry, But what we're doing is we're showing our children what personal discipline looks like. We're creating a calm, peaceful, organized home. We're um, treating our blessings as blessings and not burdens. So in all of that, if we can look at the level beneath the behavior, sometimes that helps us to get off our butt and take the right action and not just get stuck in this loop complaining about it. Because isn't it funny how we will complain about the very things we prayed for? Oh, yes. Oh, and that just breaks my heart. I know, I know. But I was, I was talking with some women at an event and when I was speaking and I was like, okay, so what are some things that drive you crazy? And this one woman raised her hand. She might be listening to this podcast episode. And she said, I hate my kitchen floors. I was like, oh, you have dirt floors? And she's like, no. I was like, oh, 
do so they're like floors that actually support you and and she's like i just i was like think about it for a minute do you hate your kitchen floors and so if if you can like reframe it like you those floors aren't dirt floors and the the children that sometimes you lose your frustration over are the ones that you prayed over when they were still within you and that man that you complain about is the one that you prayed and God brought him into your life. So if you can just go back to that blessing state of mind, it just kind of switches everything all of a sudden. It's not like it's work. It's just an expression of the gratitude that you have for God's providence. Yeah. Gratitude. That's such a good way. If, if uh, you're ever feeling or mom, I know for me personally, like you said, it's the blessings in life. So if I'm ever getting frustrated or overwhelmed with something, I literally have it sitting right next to me, my gratitude journal. And it's a really great time for me to just say, get myself centered. And, and then it just shifts everything in your mind. And then you can have a different conversation, how you show up differently for your kids, because you are, um, your attitude of gratitude, like you're so incredibly grateful. So incredibly grateful. Yes, it's, it changes everything. You can't experience gratitude and stress at the same time. No. Yeah. It's, it's, and so if you're feeling stressed out, just switch it. Like switch your energy to gratitude because there's always something to be grateful for. Um, but I'm thinking about these moms right now who are listening to this. And they're saying, Megan, you don't, you don't understand my life. Like you don't know what I'm going through. Like it's fine for you. Like but you don't understand what I'm experiencing every day. And um, I remember for me personally, like being, you know, going through bankruptcy, not being able to feed my children, like, you know, these kind of situations when I was overweight, the house was cluttered. And I'm thinking, I looked at people and I was like, you don't understand where I am right now. Like you have no idea, you've never been here. So what would you say to that woman who's like, yeah, I can understand, you've got something to be grateful for you don't understand where I am. A uh, couple things. I would just say that where you are now is not where you're going to be. And if this is the bottom of what it looks like, imagine what the next day, the next month, the next week is going to look like. Because when you decide and you make a decision that you can be grateful for something, because at the end of the day, it's all about a decision. So it is. Oh, it's good. Or you can decide to be grateful in any scenario. You can look back and think, you know what? That one decision got me here. Man, I am so grateful for that because I, my life isn't what it used to be. And today I'm not going to allow it to be that in the future. Yeah. So I just think that I get it. Like we, a lot of women, we come from all different types and all different backgrounds, but in the midst of our storm, there's always something to be grateful for and to know that we're going to be pulled through it. And the other side is going to be, so the sun is going to be shining. The warmth is going to be there. The smile is going to be in your face. And this is glorious. It's yes. glorious. Yes. And just going through storms, you know, yeah. we go through them. And when the biggest thing, if, for moms is to never compare themselves to other moms or the, the other lives. Like, Oh my gosh, I wish my life was, my life was supposed to be like that. And it's not, and we can get um, negative or our mind can just go to the negative so easy. So it takes that choice and decision to say, I'm not going to allow that. And instead I, I'm going to be grateful for, you know, my son, my daughter, my beautiful child that I have that I get to pour into. 
Mm, that's so good. It it does. It changes everything. I remember hearing, uh, this was years and years ago, and I was at a conference one time, and I had just always believed that there were the haves and the have-nots, that there were the lucky people, and then there's people who just kind of, you just have to deal with life. And I remember hearing, um, I think it was Jesse Duplantis preaching a sermon called mm, Top of the Barrel or something like that about God's plan for abundance in your life. And I remember just like feeling my heart break, like lies break off of me because I had thought that I was always going to struggle. I thought that money was hard, you know, that it was, it was stressful. It was only for some people. And, and when I heard that message that God really wanted to bless me just as much as he wants to bless anyone else, I would, there was a hunger that rose up in me. that's like, I'm going to get everything Jesus died for. Like, I'm not leaving anything on the table. Whatever he died for me to have, I want every bit of it. And something changed in me. And I feel like there's some moms who need to hear that right now. Like God wants so much abundance for your life and he's got a way for you to get it. It's not like he's hiding it from you. It's true. It's, it's all in the Bible. So I just say, Hey, read your Bible, but really understand like what, what he's saying. God talks about money almost more than anything else in the book. Yeah. And so that means that he wants to get something to us. So I, I believe that a lot of moms and, and just people in general, it's like, they let money master them Yeah, and let's become masters of money. But to know like, this is what the word says. This is what God says. And like our mindset, we can have a family, you know, breakdowns and, and issues with money. Like, Oh, money doesn't grow in trees. Right. Like the things that we hear or like, this yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, I'm a Christian and we're, we're not, we're just supposed to be poor. And we're just, <laughs> we give our money to church and we do this, we do that. Like, that's not what, the word says no no then you just look at the the wisdom that there that there is in the bible and for us as moms to to say you know what that's for me that yes i can have that and here's what i'm gonna do because god gives us a gift and a download of what and a vision for our future for what we're supposed to be doing and the biggest thing that i am a lot of times teaching on is unwrapping that gift yeah right we were giving a gift and it's okay to be paid for that gift. Yeah. Yes. It's more than okay. We're supposed to prosper from the gift that we've been given. That's so good. That's so good. Now there are some moms who are thinking, um, well, I don't work, so I don't really have any way to bring in money. That's so not true because we all have covenant rights. Mm-hmm. Like when it doesn't matter like what your paycheck is, but you can change your finances, you can change your family's finances. If you have no job, you can take massive action. You can invest. You can, you can get financially literate and understand these things. Like this is very powerful because you could change an entire generation. Yes, I agree. Just understanding your finances, where, where they want to be at. You know, if you are um, not bringing in any income and you're, you know, there is a, a sole provider, that's okay. Be the person who takes charge of that and says, you know what? Well, here's where we could save money here. Here's what we could do here. Here's now we're going to have this extra money we can invest. And from that investment, we're going to get X amount of dollars back. So there is a way. And I love that you just spoke into that because it doesn't matter where you're at. You're, we're going to hear objection, objections, no matter what. 
But yeah. There is always an answer. It's like, yeah, it's, a, it's not a, oh, but I can. It's a, but God, but God can. Oh, that's good. That's good. So I, we need to talk some about that because I think a lot of moms today talk themselves out of the blessing before they even give it a chance to manifest in their lives. Mm. You know? Yeah, I see it. <laughs> I, I, so what are some ways that you see it? Like, what are some faces that this type of objection takes for moms? Well, a lot of times what I'll hear from moms is, I'm like, hey, can I pray for you for anything? Like, what's going on? And like, oh, we're having financial issues, or we're going through this, or going through that. And I just first encourage language change, okay? Yes, yes. So right now, what I'm hearing is there's some difficulty, but God, and you're being faithful with your finances that you'll be able to break through that, whatever that looks like. And so the biggest thing that I personally believe, and it's in Proverbs, but is the, is the power of our tongue. And so if we can not allow the negative mindset or words to come out and we can take every thought captive and we could say, this is my situation, but this is not what it's meant to be. Right. And here's where I want it to go because we have a dream. I haven't met one person that hasn't told me what they would do if they were financially free. Right. Stuck. So yeah. the biggest thing for, for me is if ever I'm stuck in any scenario, I give. I oh, give. that's good. I don't let money rule me. I don't. And I want to encourage everybody, even if it's $5, even if it's buying somebody the Starbucks coffee behind you, it's to give so you can get unstuck. Oh. It's, there's giving and receiving, you know, and if you're not, if you're not doing both, you're damming something up and it becomes stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. Because all of a sudden you don't become a spring. You become just this bucket where it just gets rancid. And it says in the Bible that God is not mocked. Like whatever you sow, you reap. That's how the kingdom operates. That's why Jesus said, if you don't get this one parable, you ain't going to get anything. Yeah. We talked about the parable of sowing and reaping, and that's how the kingdom operates. And so, so many times we're looking at a field and saying, why am I not getting any harvest? And you're not planting any seeds. So, you know, in the natural, we would think you're crazy if you like looked at a pot of dirt. And it's like, why is the sunflower not coming up here? Like, you're like, are you like, okay, because... <laughs> That's dirt. It's like you need to put something in the dirt. And so we would think, you know, they're crazy, but we will do the same level of craziness when we operate out of the way the kingdom operates, sowing and reaping. You've got to put the sunflower seed in there and then you got to water it with your faith and keep that going. And I know that things may look impossible sometimes, but when you have experience with how this method works, you don't have fear. You're like, oh, just get, like you said, like I give and you don't count the cost. You give. Yep. It's, it's just giving. It, it's like there, it's just something on the inside of me unlocks when I can give and I'm giving to the thing that I want to see grow more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I'm encountering moms, I'm like, Hey, like, what can you give? I don't yeah. have anything. What, what's possible? Like, what do you think? So I start coaching them and asking them questions like, all right, let's just try this on. Just try it. I'm like, 
It's like a hat. Sure, you can try it on. You can take it off. It doesn't matter. Oh, that's so good. I want to encourage you that you can just try it on. This is what works for me. This is what the Bible says. And we know. And and it's like, I want to be more than just a Bible reader. I want to be a Bible doer. I want to mm, do be doers of the word, not hearers only, right? Yeah, yeah, it gets there because I'll have people who can like spit off scripture, and I'm like, oh, great. And <laughs> what do you and? do? <laughs> like, and I hear funny because you said that something in you unlocks. Yeah, and that is such a perfect way to put it because I think when we are holding on to what our resources, what we think our resources are in the natural world, we're looking at what we have and we're looking at the size of our dream. And then we look at what we have, we're like, oh, I don't see how it's going to happen. And that's when we are trying to do it on our own. And that part of you that unlocks is when you break out of that scarcity and say, oh, you know what? I can't. So I'm going to switch out of this natural way of doing things. And I'm going to unlock a supernatural way of doing things. And I'm going to try out this method. And like a hat, like I'm just going to try out this supernatural method and see if when I plant, I'm just going to test it out. And God's so good. He says, test me in this. See if I won't open the doors of heaven. Like he's, he allows us to try on the hat. Yeah. And I love that you just said, Malachi 310, like test me. It's the only time he says to test him. And it's about Ooh. finances and it's about money and it's about giving. Oh, that's good. That's so good. Yeah. So test him. Just yeah. like else and see what happens. Oh man, this is so cool because I just need to tell everyone who's listening or watching, Megan and I just started this, right? Like we didn't have any notes. We didn't say what we were going to do. And I believe that the spirit of God is working here to unlock something in the mind. It is, it is his desire. He wants to do something amazing in your life. And he's saying, trust me, test me. Let's do this. Yes. Oh, yes. that's good. Yeah. So I, lots of moms are going to get unlocked right now. <laughs> unlocked. We just claim it right now in Jesus' name. Like they are unlocked and they're no longer like looking at what they have. They're looking at what God has. Mm -hmm. Oh man, he's not going through a recession. He's not like, <laughs> the kingdom is not suffering in any way. And we have access to kingdom riches. Yes. Oh, that's powerful. Yes, it is. <laughs> So I remember, I need to tell you the story because I think a lot of moms might be here and that's why we're talking about this. The first time God really placed it on me to tithe and Megan, we were going through such financial hardship. My husband had been out of work for about a year and a half. Um, we couldn't feed our kids. We had credit cards maxed out. It was horrible. And um, the Holy Spirit was really like, you need to trust me. Just like you said, test me and to tithe and we had gotten a small amount of money just and i knew at that point i had to tithe some of it i didn't know how we were going to pay our rent next month i had no idea how it wasn't enough money it was enough money to eat on and so i tithed 10 percent. and i remember bawling my eyes out sick to my stomach as i walked that check out to the mailbox and i if the mail truck had been like an hour later, I would have probably run out there and like taken it out because I was so scared. But that was that first step that was so scary. When you don't know where your foot is going to land or what it's going to land in, you just step. And you're stepping out in faith. And 
because we're not supposed to go by what we see. We, we go by faith. And that was scary. And God has shown up every single time, every single time. And well, you don't even know how, I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Like if you and Nick ever experienced that, but like, don't even know how he's going to do it, but somehow he does. Oh, 100%. <laughs> With tithing offering and we even go above and we built, we so into our uh, vision builders within our church. And that's really just to see our church grow um, here in the city of San Diego. And we were about to put on our um, three-day event last year. We had just had our second baby. They're 11 months apart. So we just had our second baby about to put on our event. Um, some traumatic things within business. And we were just like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And we've been giving so that, that automatically comes out and we've been looking at a house. And so what we did is on Black Friday, we went and looked at a house at a detrimental time of our mindset and thinking and put a deposit down for to build our dream home. It, it was like hundred lists deep. We weren't even on the list, like nothing. The guy was like, I don't know why you keep showing up here. Like you're not on the list. And we're like, okay, like we showed up. There was like something in the clause. They emailed everybody. They called everybody. A couple had just walked out, had an opportunity to put a check down. Didn't, it was the build that we want. We're like, okay, we're going to do it. We don't know where it's going to come from. Like we're going to, we're going to do this. We figured it all out. And then God told somebody to give us a check. And it was our, it was our down payment for a house. That is, that is so beautiful. It's like, and he's working on your behalf. Yes. 24 seven in places that you don't have access to. Oh, I just feel like we need to like take it all in right now. Like we just need to pause. And take it. I, I gave the abridged version. There's so much more, but like, yeah, it's like, if you could just soak in that for a minute. Yeah. Because he truly has access to places you don't have access to. And when you try to maneuver and get an angle and try to like give it a twist, he's like, child, I have got it all worked out. Just trust me. And I'm preaching to myself right now because there are places that I get, you, you know that, like I get nervous going into a place and God's like, I got this, you know? And that's it. I don't think we ever grow out of that. Like no matter what level we get to, it's just that we have a bigger problem we have to trust him in, really. Yeah. I don't know, have, you, have you noticed that? Oh, yes, 100%. We've done like a rehaul in the last two years in our business and it's only been because of God. And it was like, I believe him testing us. A lot of times we get like all oh, the devil, which yes, okay, the devil is there. But like sometimes God is really just testing. Can I trust you yeah. in this? Can I trust you with this? And if so, I'm going to take you to that next level. And then I'm going to test you in that level. And how do you show up? How do you respond here? And then go to the next level. And then that's, you know, we get to see the amazing going from what, you know, our church teaches and what we like to say is glory to glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So beautiful. Well, I think about David and everyone sees this picture of David, like killing a giant and becoming king, you know? And what you don't see is when he's alone with the sheep and he's killing a bear and he's killing a lion and he looks at a giant, he's like, I killed a bear and a lion. Like I can kill a giant. Like, what's that? Like, give me some rocks, you know? And when, 
and I think we need to get this David perspective. It's like, how faithful am I going to be out in the field where no one's around and a lion is trying to damage something that God has entrusted to me? What am I going to do there? Am I going to run and hide and then think that I can kill a, a giant? Right. So he's always like, are you ready for the next level? No. All right, let's go back and do another test. You know, he's always trying to level us up. It's like, if, oh, you can't trust me with that? Okay, well, let's go back. That's okay. Let's just go back to where you can trust me and take tiny little steps. But how cool would it be if we could, if God could just say, hey, you want to try this? And we're like, yeah, bring it. Bring it, Dad. And then we like go to the next one. He's able to, you know, move us along at a quicker pace. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And I believe like God always gives us these downloads. So if you're watching or listening and, and you have had a vision of what God has in your life, but yet you disqualified yourself because whatever reason, God already qualified you. Ooh. You are already, you were already given that vision. So I want to encourage you to, to go for it, to go after it because you've been qualified. Don't disqualify yourself because of your humanly flesh. Like God has ordained the moment for this, has given you a gift. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. What did you say? I'm a little passionate about Jesus. Yeah, I think we both are. I think we could probably continue this for another hour, but we're going (laughs) to, we can like preach ourselves into the frenzy. I'm pretty sure we could. Uh, Which may be scary when I see you in San Diego, because (laughs) we might just like pull an all iron, just preaching to each other. But I do want to encourage moms, because just like you said, like, don't already count yourself off because God has already included you. He's approved you. He's qualified you. Mm -hmm. And so now what is that step of obedience? And I don't think you're going to spend time with us listening to this or watching this and the Holy Spirit's not going to nudge you in a certain direction. Like, I think he's speaking to you right now. Like, like daughter, what is that step? What do you need to give? Where do you need to move? What do you, what conversation do you need to have? Whatever that step is, of total obedience. Take it. Because like you said earlier, it's just on the other side of that, it's just glorious. Yep. Just take, just be obedient. That's one thing that my husband and I have done. God, God says we do. We're like, what? Okay. I'll, I'll do that thing. You know, I laid my life down for a year, um, doing an internship through my church. And I was like, God, he like showed it to me. And I was like, Oh, I think you have the wrong person. <laughs> I had this conversation with God. I was like, oh yeah, no, that's not me. Like, I can't do that. We're doing this, the next thing. And then as it got closer and closer and closer, and I was like, felt more and more convicted. I was like, okay, yep, I'm supposed to do this. So Holy Spirit guides and be obedient. Be obedient. That's so good. Yeah. And when you think about like why he's putting that on you, is he's got something on the other side of it. Like, it's never just like, let me see how I can bother Megan. Let me see what we're really good at. Like, there's something he wants to get to you. And that's why he's nudging you to see if you are, if your faith is strong enough to carry the weight of that blessing. Because people think blessing is just like, oh, that's awesome. Blessing carries a weight of responsibility with it. And you've got to work those faith muscles up to that level. And so what he was doing with you, Megan, was he was like, girl, can I trust you with this? Like, are you going to, even if you don't understand why, are you just going to be obedient and do it? And you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in, like, I'm, I'm all in. I don't need to understand it, but I'm all in. And I think that's the kind of heart that he, you know, his eyes are going to and fro 
looking for that kind of heart. So I think that's beautiful. And what a perfect example of not understanding, but still saying, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. After a little bit of arguing, but you know, like, okay, yeah, all right, I'll do it. I love this. I love this. So we've got a lot of nuggets. Yes. We got a lot of nuggets from this. So, uh, Megan, I want to thank you for your time and thank you for your words of wisdom. Like, just it's light and life to people who hear this because I th- I truly believe that God has a plan for each of us and that Jesus died for us all to have an abundant life. And that abundant life is not like category specific. He covers everything. So he wants to get that life to you. So what is the step? What is the step that you're going to take to say, I'm ready. I'm ready for that abundance and take it today. Megan, how can people find out more about you? And just, are you, are you on, are you on Instagram? You're on Facebook? Yes, I'm on both. I'm on Instagram. Uh, it's Megan Unsworth uh, underscore. Cause somebody had my name. <laughs> <laughs> Just Megan Unsworth on Facebook. And then um, my husband and I, our uh, company page is Life on Fire. Life on Fire. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm grateful that God has allowed our paths to meet and that I know so many people are going to be blessed through this. Thank you so much. Thank you. Are you ready to get radical results in your life? I can give you the jumpstart you need for massive success as a mom. In fact, I've got that mom show starter kit right here with your name on it, girl, and I want to give it to you absolutely free. Just go to thatmomshow.com or text the word KIT, K-I-T, to 345-345. That's the word KIT to 345-345. That mom show starter kit comes with my best-selling time management program for moms, Squeeze the Day, my guided faith-based master mom meditation, and a printable copy of the Master Mom Manifesto. Print that baby out, say it every day, just watch what happens. That Mom Show Starter Kit's valued at over $300, but I want you to have it for free. Just go to thatmomshow.com or text the word KIT, that's K-I-T, to 345-345. Again, text KIT to 345-345. I'll talk with you later.